Start the show, goddamn. You're listening to Huddle Up, a football podcast. Each week, Tony Dyer leads the huddle and tackles the hottest topics around the NFL. He's joined by guests from all around the football world, bringing their insights and reactions to the news and noise of the National Football League. Subscribe now to join the huddle. Welcome back to Huddle Up a Football Podcast. I'm Tony, joined by Corey and Daniel, my guests from all around the football world. Welcome back, guys. Hello. That's the new thing. Instead of me saying every episode, instead of me saying, hey, this is a Thursday podcast, we're after we're Wednesday night. No, this is these are my guests from all around the football world. All around it, baby. All around all it. All around it. We were gonna talk about we were gonna start ranking our um our rookie prospects coming into the into the draft here. It's still a little bit early. I think we can wait a couple more weeks, honestly. Um, so we kicked it down the road one more time. One week. And, We're waiting one week, and, Tony. Okay, one I week. I can't wait. Look, we, we, just, we just need to be honest about the situation. Go ahead. There's, there's certain people in the group that didn't do their homework. There's two of the three of us that did not do our homework. <laughs> that's the reality of the situation. But There's one of the three. That's why we're professionals, and we, we overcome things like this. So, So... <laughs> What I will say is when we kicked off the fourth season of Huddle Up a Football podcast, Daniel couldn't make it, but there was a lot of news out of the AFC West. And I think Corey and I were both really excited to talk about that division and what has happened this offseason there. But we really, really didn't want to do it without Daniel being here because I, I really think, I know that a lot of people talked about it, but did I say the NFC West? I did say that, right? I think you did. Okay. AFC West. AFC West. Thank you. I think, um, sorry, I got distracted by double checking myself. Anyway, I I think that it's something that still hasn't been talked about enough. I I really believe that the AFC West is not only the best division in football this year, but potentially the best division in football, like maybe potentially ever, like as of right now, I'm super excited about it. And I just wanted to, to, to find out real quick, let's talk about the division do you agree with my knee-jerk, crazy reaction that it's the best division in football ever? Which we can't probably actually can't vet that because I didn't ask that question up front. But you guys understand the question. The, the, the division had such a tremendous amount of change that I feel like these teams like the Broncos and even the Chargers, who everybody respected, the Raiders, who everybody feared a little bit, I feel like all of these teams had major upgrades coming into this season, and I just wanted to take a take a few minutes to talk about it. So, I guess let's look at it this way: Which team in the AFC West benefited the most from this off season? Let's just open it up there, and we'll see how the conversation goes. Or you want to take it? Uh, yeah, I'll talk about it real quick. So, um, I kind of organized our sheet here by the basically how the, the division fold, unfolded last year. Um, and in second place, you got the Raiders. So they had a pretty decent season. The Chargers came in at nine and eight, and then the Broncos at seven and nine. Uh, Raiders finished 10 and seven above 500. They were second in the division behind the Chiefs. And then you add a Devontae Adams. And then you add an offensive-minded head coach and uh, Josh McDaniels, which is going to help, obviously, with Derek Carr. Um, you would hope so anyways. And has had a shaky head coaching past but um i think he's probably matured quite a bit more and you could only expect it to work out better this time um but you had Devonte adams to help um Derek carr which 
should be a good thing as long as Devontae Adams is who we think he is. I know we talked about that a little bit. Um, and then on the other side of the football, you had Chandler Jones, who's a pass rusher, uh, should help out on the defensive side. So just based off how the teams were last year, um, I think the Raiders, are, you know, are definitely going to be in a good spot to upgrade here. But then you got a team like the Broncos who made the biggest upgrade in Russell Wilson, which, you know, we'll see how that unfolds. Um, I think he's had a decent team in Seattle the last few years. Obviously could have been better, but we'll see if he can take them to the next level. I think he can. Uh, so I think either of those teams, all of these teams are going to be in contention, but um, just all over, I think the Raiders have made the biggest strides uh, just throughout the whole team where the Broncos have made the biggest acquisition at the quarterback position. Did you pay much attention, uh, Corey, when Josh McDaniels was head coach of Denver? Uh, I, I wasn't aware of that era. I did watch yeah. a uh, YouTube video about it recently. I'm not, I'm uh, not calling you out. Yeah. I'm not calling you out there at all because I wasn't paying attention in the same way I am now. So yeah, I, de- yeah. I definitely so, wasn't calling you out. So the, he was there for two seasons. I want to say two and a half, maybe. Um, and both seasons, they started out really hot. Um, I think one season they were six and oh, they had some big wins. They had a win against the Patriots where he was running on the field, shaking his fists, and he wouldn't shake. Like Bill Belichick was looking for him at midfield, and he wasn't there to shake his hand. Um, so he had his moments, but ultimately those teams, both years, fell flat on their face at the end of the season. So um, who knows what will happen. Daniel, that, that's, basically, that's you, basically the rundown of what happened in uh, Denver. You paid more attention to football longer than we have, Daniel. Let's call it what it is, right? A spade's a spade. Um what did you notice out of Josh McDaniels' first stint in the AFC West? Well, I know he moved up and drafted Tim Tebow in the first round as a quarterback and stuck with him as a quarterback. So my my taste of Josh McDaniels so far is that and then signing with the Colts, bailing out, and then going back to New England. So Overall, I think he overall like is just <laughs> he's a snake. Yeah, I mean it's hard to say, but yeah, is is bad. So you know, the Patriots are one of those few teams that we we've talked about this before on the podcast that like if an offense struggles, is it the head coach's fault or the offensive coordinator's fault? You know, Josh McDaniels runs the offense, but everyone puts it on Bill Belichick because he's kind of the guy that, that heads it all. So I, I just, I don't have a good taste in my mouth with Josh McDaniels. Um, yeah. I mean, he held on to Tim Tebow as though he was like a franchise quarterback and then bailed on the Colts. I don't know if he had inside info about Andrew Luck. I mean, it, it wouldn't have made sense at that point because Andrew Luck wasn't like right there ready to retire or anything. Um, you know, I think that happened like a year later, but I, I just don't think Josh McDaniels is the answer for the Raiders. I really don't think that he's going to be all that's cracked up to be. He might not be a big deal. The Devonte Adams thing, you know, uh, we, we can continue to debate this again and again, because I think the debate should exist forever uh, about Devonte Adams and what he really is. But Devontae Adams and Derek Carr were high school, were college, you know, college teammates, college roommates. I think there is something there. And I don't know that I would say that the Raiders are the most improved team, but the Raiders have definitely improved enough that if Derek Carr is 
what he once was. There was a time where he was an MVP candidate. Wasn't that long ago. If that still exists in Derek Carr, then, then yeah, Corey, I think you're right. Then Devontae Adams could be the game changer. Add Chandler Jones to slow the ball down. My personal favorite is the Broncos. I would pick the Broncos to be the most improved team and the most dangerous team in the AFC West now. I think losing Tyreek Hill is a huge deal to Kansas City. Uh, I know we talked about this last week with the draft of, drafting of Miko Hardman to replace Tyreek Hill, but you, can't, you cannot replace Tyreek Hill. I mean, that franchise, all franchises, are going to look for decades to find another player like Tyreek Hill. So when I factor in the loss of that against the gain of Russell Wilson, Bradley Chubb's return, I mean, come on. We talked about Jerry Judy. Daniel, we've talked about this before on the podcast. One of our first conversations ever in real life was about Jerry Judy, <laughs> right? I mean, yes. I don't know how that became our first conversation, but it was. We forget I think about it. it was like, you know football? Oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. I Why watch not football. Jerry Judy? He's going to be Have you seen that Jerry Judy kid in Alabama? Yeah. <laughs> well, he's still there. Cortland Sutton's a big deal. People forget about that. His, did he injure his ACL last year or was that the year before for Cortland Sutton? Do you guys, either of you remember? <laughs> I think it was the year before. There we go. So that makes sense. The year after an ACL injury is always a down year. It's just how it works. So now we're getting Cortland Sutton back healthy. Jerry Judy, not injured. Russell, add Russell Wilson to the mix. Have you guys seen the videos of him um, practicing with Judy and like calling out all the different formations and Judy just scrambling along the sideline to get in all those different spots? I mean, yeah. we've got a NFL winning MVP quarterback in Denver with some of the greatest offense. They lost no... They lost Noah Fant, and I, th I really do think that sucks. I think Noah Fant was fantastic for that offensive system. But if you add in Russell Wilson, I, I think that nets out positive still. Dude, I think that Russell Wilson could they be the key. They still have Alberto, though. I, 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 really, mean, I really do think Alberto, that baby. Russell Wilson could be the key to Denver winning the Super Bowl this year. I, 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 it wouldn't surprise me at all if they were in the Super Bowl. It's funny wow. you guys talk about the Raiders and the Broncos – and, you know, this is why we chose this topic, because I think the Chargers. Well, made you know, I was sitting here looking at the sheet. I'm like, fuck, I forgot about the Chargers. I The Chargers made the best moves. They really did. I so agree. The, I agree. The Chargers made big moves. I, Go ahead and take it. Yeah, we left it for you. Yeah, Go ahead. I, so uh, Justin Herbert is, I mean, we talk about Tua as a generational talent. I mean, Justin Herbert is just a flat out stud. I mean, anyone who denies that, just, just go to game film. I mean, he is great. And they needed to retain Mike Williams. You know, arguably the contract, you know, there's there's people on both sides that say he got paid too much. It was just right. But, I mean, so you bring back Justin Herbert with Keenan Allen and then Mike Williams. That offense was great with Austin Eckler there in the backfield too, but their defense was the problem. So they had, they already had kind of a rising stars type defense. They were just a little young and they were just still trying to figure it out, but they had a problem at corner, which they addressed in the free agency period. They signed JC Jackson, which was the number one corner of this off season from the Patriots. And then they made a, what should have been just a crazy trade, it wasn't that crazy. 
they they didn't give up a whole lot, but they acquired Khalil Mack. So their pass um, rush and their secondary was the two keys to concentrate on, and they addressed both of them. So they have and just an all-star quarterback, and then they brought in Gerald Everett, who, which is kind of going to fly under the radar, but I feel like is going to be a great move uh, for the Chargers, you know, long-term. So what is a great offense, and they revamped the offensive line last year, which was which was huge. And I think this offense is going to click, defense is going to click, I honestly think when you're talking about the Broncos being the team to be in the AFC West, you know, we talked about the chiefs losing Tyree kill. I, I kind of worry about Patrick Mahomes, um, you know, putting it all together. I don't worry about Patrick Mahomes as a whole. I think he's going to figure it out, but the pieces that they have replaced Tyree kill with so far as Marcus Valdez Scanling, And then we'll see in the draft, uh, the chargers, I think are the team to beat in the AFC West. I actually like that a lot. And when it, whenever I heard that they got Khalil Mack, I mean, my immediate thought is you've got Bosa on the other end of the line. It's like it's like having Peyton Manning and Robert Mathis and Dwight Freeney. I mean, yeah. that's, that's a recipe for wins right there. So you yeah. got an offense that can put up the points. You got a D-line that can close out the games. Um, for some reason, Chargers just spaced my mind. But, yeah, Chargers are going to be a threat. And it? I mean, this is why we're talking about all these teams are going to be dangerous. I mean, the the Chargers were only nine and eight last year. Broncos seven and ten. You know, Wilson's going to win them four or five more games this year. Chargers are going to be better. Uh, I think the Raiders are better. It's going to be insane. So, um, yeah, I I honestly don't know what's going to happen. It's going to be wild. I do think I I do think the Chiefs are going to fall off a little bit. Um, I don't know. It, yeah. And it's not just because Tyree Kill, but... No, I think it's fair. I think, I think it's, fair, it's part Corey. of it. I think it is part of it. And when you look at the, the rest of the division getting stronger, and the Chiefs, they didn't get better, right? They are not better. They're not a better roster this year than they were last year. Exactly. They're worse. All three of the other teams in the division are. So if that's a couple of games in the division, I mean, yeah, the Chiefs could potentially be in a lot of trouble here. I think the Chargers... I, I struggled between the Broncos and the Chargers... Part of the problem is, quite frankly, it was a little more boring for me to talk about. I'm not as well-versed in some of these defensive guys as Daniel is. I I did kind of leave them here for Daniel. But the reality is the Chargers are probably the most complete team in the division. I mean, they really probably are. Now that they've added these superstars that we just talked about, Corey, you just said it. The offense can put the points up, and the defense can shut them down. It wouldn't surprise me if I was wrong about the Broncos and it was actually the Chargers. But I really do think that one of these teams in this division have a real shot at making a Super Bowl appearance. And I think I don't I think, think the odds, are it, man. They don't they don't have a they don't have a weakness right now. Yeah. I think the odds of one of these that three other teams winning the division is higher than the Chiefs winning it again. So Oh, I totally agree. I, yeah. Yeah, I agree too. Which we, we could probably look up those odds. I'll check it out real quick. While Corey looks those up, let's talk about uh, news came out today about Bruce Arians. Um, apparently, Tom Brady has decided he's unretired, and Bruce Arians is decided that he is retired after saying, uh, you know, if Tom Brady comes back, he's not playing for anybody else. I mean, Bruce Arians took on the head coach role all the way up until he was done being the head coach. It's crazy. It's the craziest thing in the world. Nobody saw this coming. Um, Nick Bowles has been signed a five-year deal here. Let me look it up real quick. 
I've got it saved here. Buccaneers are do this is Adam Schefter. Buccaneers are doing away with the remaining two years on Todd Bowles' defensive coordinator contract, and they're giving a new five-year head coaching contract. I don't have the details on what the money is, but it is not an interim position. Todd Bowles is the new head coach for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Bruce Arians, you can find uh, the best source for this is going to be the Tampa Bay Buccaneers website. Bruce Arians gave a very long, very in-depth, very honest conversation about why he stepped away the way he did, when he did, and why. Um, it's not about health. It's not about any of those other things. He basically wanted to form a good team and hand that off to one of his protégés, and that was Nick Bowles. So kudos to him. What do you guys? Is Todd, there, Todd Bowles. Nick, did I say Nick Bowles? Is there a Nick Bowles? Yeah. No. Okay, Todd Bowles. Nick, Nick, Nick Foles. Nick Foles. Yeah, Nick Bosa. No, no. Todd, Todd Bowles. Not about said Todd Bowles. <laughs> you guys got me fucked up. Anyway. No, you're good. You're good. Uh, is there any change here? He's moving, to the, he's moving to the front office. What do you got? Is there any, is this news or noise or what do you expect to happen? Uh, I'm actually really surprised that he retired knowing that Tom Brady is coming back. Um, I, I figured that he'd want to kind of run it back, but I guess if he's a part of the front office, then kind of the same. I mean, he's still involved, but still going to get a um, ring if they win. He'll still get the yeah. ring. Yeah. I, I, I was kind of more surprised. I was talking to my dad about this. Actually, he was, he was over at my house and he actually was the one that broke the news to me that Bruce Arians retired. And I thought it was going to be Byron Leftwich that took over because he was having a lot of, you know, head coaching buzz um, this off season, but um, they, they must really like Todd Bowles. So, he is more of a defensive-oriented head coach. He was the defensive coordinator before he became head coach, and he was the head coach of the Jets, and they were kind of more defensive-oriented before then. So, I mean, guys don't change when they're that old. So I guess just kind of look forward to the Bucks being a little more defensive oriented from here on out, which I may be a good thing. I think it would be you a know, good thing. With the competition they have. Yeah. yeah. Um, Tom Brady had a post on Instagram already. Uh, let's see here. Smart, tough, and loyal are a few words to describe your style. Blah, blah, blah. You were a huge part of the decision to join the Bucks, and I am forever grateful. Tom Brady has no hard feelings about him not being the head coach. It was a very, very long, you can check that out on Tom Brady's Instagram. Very long post from him gushing over Bruce Arians. I agree. I mean, Bruce is still going to get his ring. He's heavily involved. I was looking for the new position that Bruce is taking, and I've missed it because I got distracted by the uh, Tom Brady Tom Brady post, but it seems like this is a match made in heaven. We'll see what happens. I don't know what's going to happen with Todd Bowles, but luckily the division is currently in shambles. Atlanta doesn't have a quarterback. The Panthers don't know who they're, they don't know who they want their quarterback to be. And the Saints have Jameis Winston. So hmm. Tom Brady could close his eyes and do nothing but eat ketchup for a year and still win this division. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a joke because Tom Brady won't eat ketchup because it has tomatoes and tomatoes cause inflammation. Anyway, anybody else? <laughs> anybody else? Um, because of all the salt and the vinegar. I when, uh, just out of curiosity, when did, uh, when did Bruce Therians uh, step down? Hours hour ago. ago. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. So now I don't feel bad for missing it because I literally just found out about it. Oh, he's going to be the senior football consultant. There you go. So he is. Yeah. It literally those. just, Corey, we had signed on, you know, we were trying to figure out some technical stuff 
right before that, like 20-something minutes before we signed on. Okay, and so I don't feel Bob. bad for this being news to me. I, I don't think it's a big deal. I no. think they'll be fine. Yeah, it'll be fine. Um, okay, so... Um, here, hold on. Fun fact. Okay. Uh, Chiefs are the favorite to win the AFC West still at plus 155. That is crazy. Uh, second place is plus 240 with the Chargers. Third place is the Broncos at plus 260. And then in last place are the Raiders at plus 700. Um, so oh, wow. it sounds like Vegas agrees with us on the Chargers. But, you know, if you look at 50-50 odds, um, you know, if you, if it was the Chiefs first the division, you know, and it was even to be minus 110 each, you know, Chiefs are at plus 155, so they're not the, you know, the favorite. They're expecting one of these other teams to win the division. So I think we're right there. I would take, I would take the Chargers if I was a betting man right I, now. I think I division. agree. I think I agree. What, what were the lines? Give them one more time. What were they? Kansas City is plus 155, Chargers plus 240, uh, Broncos plus 260, Raiders yeah. plus 700. Yeah, the difference between the Broncos and the Chargers isn't enough, and I am more confident. Yeah. You know, now that we've yeah. talked all the way through it, the, the Chargers are the more complete team. That's where my money would go. Okay. Sean Miller is still unsigned, though. If he comes back to Denver, does that sway Ooh. you, Tony? Yep, that would change it for me. That's enough to be the, what, 10-point swing in Vegas. Yeah, that would change it for me. Yeah. Yeah, that, that would change That's everything. That's super close. Yeah. Okay, so I think, does anybody disagree that this division is the best division in football? No. What's the second nope. best division in football? AFC uh, wait, wait, North. Wait. Okay, yeah, you can go first, Daniel, because Corey went first last time. AFC North, go ahead. Yeah, I think it's, it's a quarterback-driven league. And so you kind of look at who has the best quarterbacks. I mean, we're talking about the AFC West with uh, Patrick Mahomes, Justin Herbert, Russell Wilson, Derek Carr. I mean, it's crazy that Derek Carr is, you know, not by far the worst, but definitely the worst quarterback in his own division. But if you look at the AFC North, you look at now Deshaun Watson, Joe Burrow, who just went to a Super Bowl, who's super young still. You have Lamar Jackson, who is unanimous MVP. And then just kind of, you know, up in the air um, with with another position there. I mean, Mitch Trubisky, he's the quarterback now, but they're going to obviously figure that out. He's not going to be the quarterback. You know, he's the bridge. So I think having good, three good quality quarterbacks in a division is very tough to have right now. And I don't think there is a there's another division out there with three good young quarterbacks. I mean, they're all what twenty six or younger. So I mean, I don't. I, I feel like there's almost no debate with that. Yeah, I, I I agree for the most part. I mean, the, your worst team in the division is the Steelers, and I think they're going to find a way to win games with Mr. Trubisky. I just I agree just, too. I, that's just I the hate culture. it, but I agree. It's just their yeah. culture. They're going to be successful. It's they're they're a good franchise. They're going to win games. They got a good head coach. If I was going to argue with you, I would go to the NFC West. Damn which it. we've talked. Okay, which we've talked about. Well, you just, you can talk about it, Tony. No, no, no. I mean, the Super Bowl no, champion ahead. came out of yeah, there. Yeah, so yeah. go ahead. Yeah, no, this yeah, is I your mean, time. You've go got ahead. Arguably the best team in football, the Los Angeles Rams, and then you've sure. got the the Niners, who aren't you know they're not in that top tier of quarterbacks, but they're just a team who wins games. Um, I'd compare him, you know, just to like a top tier college football team in the way that 
they don't lean heavy on any one thing. They just, it's their schemes. It's the way they get things done. And then you got the Cardinals with Kyler Murray, who's, you know, every year you, he seems to get a little bit better and they've been competitive. Uh, the only downfall to the NFC West would be the Seahawks. Um, they haven't been good with Russell Wilson and now they don't have Russell Wilson. So, you know, their team is probably gonna be looking at a top five pick next year. Um, so that'd be my argument. Maybe the, the Rams are heavy enough to overweigh that um, NFC North. But um, besides that, yeah. I, I think, it, obviously, I think we all agree with Daniel that the, sure. that the AFC North is, you know, which is unfortunate as an AFC team, but whatever. Uh, to use your logic against you, Corey, just for the sake of it, because you guys took my one and my two, so I'm going to use Corey's logic. So we got the LA Rams, the Cardinals, fantastic teams the Seahawks are a shadow of what they were I don't think anybody expects them to be a playoff team they're full-blown rebuild San Francisco listen I've been down on San Francisco for years it's not because I have any hate I have great respect for Shanahan I think he's incredibly brilliant Um, but they're caught in this situation right now they don't know who their quarterback is we thought Jimmy Garoppolo was going to be traded guys and he's not I mean he's still on the roster okay if you had to get if you had to bet Day one, who's the quarterback? Day one, Jimmy Garoppolo. It's gonna no, it's gonna be Trey Lance. I mean, I think Lynch has come out and said that. Well, he didn't say anything either way. He was draft. I mean, at the draft, he said it's Trey Lance's time. It's very, it's been very confusing. It's been very. They said that they can't cut him at this point. He's too good to cut. Okay, but they also are running out of teams to trade, and everyone that would be a potential trade partner is worried about his shoulder injury. Well, sure. So he's so, going to play I mean, week you, one, and he's going to show up, and uh, then okay, maybe Corey, he'll be traded. Corey, let me ask you this. If Jimmy Garoppolo is on the roster, do you think Trey Lance is still going to start week one? Yes. Yes. Okay. okay. All right. I, so, I, I honestly have no clue. Would I bet a shot on it? Yes. Oh. Oh. I can't. I can't. I, I love... <laughs> Trust me, I love to bet shots. It's, I really do, but I, I, I agree with you. Which, I by really the way, we're, we're progressing this year to one-shot bets. One-shot bets. Five <laughs> shots. <laughs> we, we had a guy paying out 40 shots. <laughs> I took one of those. On his first one. Who, who, who puked after the first one. So, it, you know, yeah. we got to take, take it easy. But I, I agree. I think Trey Lance is a starter regardless. And even if Jimmy Garoppolo is on the roster – it's going to be a Baker Mayfield thing. No matter what, like, though. So here's my point. Before we debate, I don't want to debate this into the ground. That's a different show. My, my yeah, point yeah. is that there's a question. And that question, that will fester, okay? If Trey Lance shows up and he doesn't play well and Jimmy Garoppolo's on the roster, the locker room will start to talk. That's my point. I'm using Corey's logic against him, and I'm making my argument for the second-best team using that logic, the second-best division. I'm looking at the AFC East with the additions that the Miami Dolphins have made. I'm just reaching sure. here. With the Buffalo sure. Bills and the Miami Dolphins being the top two teams in that division, and I'm not going to look over the New England Patriots ever. But the Dolphins sure. were only down one game, and they've made huge moves, whereas the Patriots have made just normal Patriots moves, okay? So we don't know what we're going to get out of the AFC East. And I'm also going to look. There was one other division that was just jumping out at me. Oh, the NFC North, Green Bay and Minnesota. So we're looking at, I'm looking at other divisions that have two powerhouse teams here. I think NFC North is a reach. Okay, so now I'm on like my 3C 
But I, I really do think that the AFC East should not be overlooked. They shouldn't be disrespected. The Dolphins, dude, the Dolphins have gone all in in free agency. It doesn't usually work. We'll see. But they, they really have spent a lot of money in every different position. And I think that team is better this year than it was last year. And it was just a year before that they were vying for, you know, the whole thing. So, yeah, Corey, what do you think? I mean, they have gone all in on Tua. If it, if Tua doesn't do it this year, it is it's all on Tua. Yeah, you love you Tua. Didn't you? I I completely agree. Um, yeah, they put it in a position where it's like, hey, there's no excuses now. So, you you got arguably the best wide receiver in football and Tyreek Hill. So, if you if you can't get him the ball, it's a problem. So, yeah, I I completely agree. As much of a Tua guy I was when he was coming out, I mean, now's the time. Um, and I still believe in him, but. You know, I, I'm not afraid of the reality that if he doesn't succeed, then it ain't going to work out. So it is what it is. I think the big thing here is when we're looking at all these divisions, the, you know, the AFC ones are coming up first. You know, one was AFC, two was NFC, three was AFC, and then four was NFC. So I think the reality is this AFC is so much more competitive that, um, it's, there's, there's not a whole lot to talk about in the NFC. I think in the AFC or the NFC North, Green Bay is just your favorite. NFC South, Tampa's your favorite. NFC West is Green Bay still your favorite without Devontae Adams? Yeah. Okay. I mean, they're you're talking about the Vikings. You call them a powerhouse. I completely disagree. Well, no, and and I was uh, reaching. I was reaching when I said that. But, sure. But they they've got some they've got some real offensive power there still. I mean, they're a team you can't sleep on. Yeah. So yeah, the AFC is just so much more top heavy now. Um, but yeah. Okay. That was a, that was a bunch. So we've got, we covered Bruce Arians, the best team in football, the best division of football, the second best, the third and fourth and fifth best divisions. Is there anything else we need to talk about? I think um, yeah, the Colts yeah. might be the 15th best team in the NFL. Why would you bring that uh, up right now? The Colts, I was actually about to say something about the Colts. The Colts are plus 110 to win the division in the AFC South. The Titans have moved down to plus 125 on FanDuel. Hey. I don't think I'm betting whoa. either of those bets. Hey, what do you guys think of Jim Irsay kind of going out and just blasting Carson Wentz today? As, as, a, guy, as a guy who <laughs> loves brutal honesty, I loved it. I, I don't yeah. think anybody was surprised. I don't think anybody was surprised. I, I mean, it's easy. It's easy for him to say that after the fact, obviously. I mean, but you, it's almost like you can't say it before the fact. Like, right. It's obvious we need to get rid of Carson Wentz. Like it's obvious there's a problem because then you lose like trade, you know, capital, like you lose the upper hand with trade talks. But yeah, I mean, gosh, he did not hold back today. At one point I, I was reading the whole comments. I saw another interview. Melissa and I watched one on YouTube last night, and I don't remember who it was with. There was a big curtain behind him. I don't know if you've seen this. But he made a comment. He was like, yeah, if you're not careful, you don't get anything for him. We would just take whatever we can get. I mean, that's kind of like, that's what <laughs> oh he said. Oh, my God. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I believe that it. Jim Ursay was out on Carson Wentz before Carson Wentz was a Colt, and I think that he trusted his trusted his staff, and I think that's I think that's encouraging as an owner you know you want you want to hire people you can trust and when sure. it, and when it doesn't work out you have to call the shot you have to say it's done it, it's well not I, th I think the big big thing with the colts and it's chris ballard and frank reich and jim ursay is they're not afraid to admit that they fucked up yeah like yeah yeah 
Now it's like, okay, yeah, I gave up a first for him. Um, yeah, I'll take a couple thirds. Yeah, it didn't work out. Didn't I'm work okay out. with that. Yeah. Now, you, now you got Matt. You know, the biggest knock on Carson Wentz, it sounds like, is the, the leadership. Like, you know, it sounds like whenever they went into that Jags game, he, he wasn't demanding, you know, his locker room to step up and win the game. Like, he just kind of rolled in there as a player and – I don't like a guy like Matt Ryan. If you go into the last game of the season and it's make or break, it's playoff time. He's going to get his guys motivated. You could tell by the way he just stood up there on the, you know, during the press conference, you know, he demands attention. He's by much himself. more by himself, by the way, the yeah. owner wasn't there. The coach wasn't there. The GM wasn't there. He was alone. He's a guy when he talks, you're like, okay, I want to hear what this guy has to say. When yeah. Carson Wentz is up there, it's like, all right, it's fucking Carson Wentz. Like, it doesn't matter. So I think what they're looking for, you know, the Colts have had the history of Peyton Manning and you can, I don't, I'm not familiar with the Johnny Unitas era, but I'm sure it was the same, but Peyton Manning was just, you know, basically your CEO of your franchise was your quarterback. Um, and it's kind of the same thing with Andrew Luck. And then you go to Philip Rivers who has similar traits. And then you go to Carson Wentz who has no CEO traits whatsoever. And then to Matt Ryan, who, if you said Matt, somebody who wasn't a football fan, you football fan, you said Matt Ryan is the CEO of the Colts, they would believe it just because of his demeanor. And I think that's what it comes down to: is they want a guy who can lead that locker room and be a CEO slash coach and lead the team. Well, I was hoping, to be honest, <clears throat> that we could get through an entire episode without talking about the Indianapolis Colts. I thought today was the day. <laughs> I thought when we talked about the best division in football, surely. Nope. We wouldn't go on about the Colts, but here we are. But it happened. You know what? You know, let's talk about it for a second. Because the Colts, you know, <laughs> they arguably have the best quarterback in the division. You got the Titans right behind them, solid football team. And then the Jaguars just went crazy in uh, free agency. They could be a solid team this year. You never know. They could be right in the mix, but The Colts could be in the mix. We'll see. They, uh, they need to get some wide receiver help, which is good because they have some early seconds. Yep. which is what we talked about in a previous episode. So I, I hope they can get some some good, you know, Michael Pittman-esque players to, you know, add to the roster. Yeah. I think that'd be great. The Colts are close. They're not there yet. <clears throat> they're going to need uh, They're gonna need to get Tyron Matthew on board. Okay, that's going to have to happen. They're going to need to get a wide receiver. Maybe it's just Julio is Jones. Is that a thing? That's a thing. Tyron Matthew? That's a real thing. That's that's what's being talked about right now. That's the... I feel like... Okay. Yeah. Listen, I feel like if the Colts had Tyron Matthew... I mean, the Colts are a team that have Julian Blackman and Kari Willis, who are very suitable starting safeties in the NFL. I feel like if Boward brings in Matthew, he's just doing it to appease the fans a little bit. Is Blackman back? Uh, I don't know the updates on Blackman, but I know he, he was rookie of the year candidate halfway through his rookie season. So I think he's back. I don't know for sure. Oh, well, yeah, I don't know, but depth is always good. So yeah, we'll, we'll talk about the Colts. Always. I know that we'll talk about the Colts in the future. Dude, you're wearing a Colts sweatshirt right now. I like that crucial catch. It's that a, is updated Colts attire right it's a, there. It's, a, I love my, it. it's my favorite sweatshirt, to be honest. I wear it too many times. I wear it dirty sometimes. <laughs> it's yeah, no, it's fine. Sweatshirts can wear dirty. You can. Yeah. As long as you don't get anything on it, you're fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can wear it 40 times if you want. That's too many yeah. times. No, that's too many no. times. <laughs> I was thinking like three times. Uh, <laughs> Maybe four. I was thinking 40. four, and then I added the zero, and I'm like, let's just see how they go. Yeah, clearly. That's really fucked up. 
So Daniel Lewis has closed 40 times in a row. This is Huddle Up, a football podcast. (laughs) You've been listening to Huddle Up, a football podcast. Subscribe on your favorite platform and follow us at Huddle Up NFL and at Commissioner Mister on Twitter to keep up on the latest from the NFL and stay in the huddle. Huddle Up. Team on three. One, two, three, three. Is there a storm? Yes. A big one. If you look at the radar, it's like from Michigan to Louisiana. It's like this big arm going through. It's crazy. Really? Yep. Crazy winds. Corey, I had had everybody muted because I knew that was going to happen. And then I didn't realize I unmuted you halfway through your sentence. So this end of this show is not going to make any fucking sense at all. But that's all right. It's going to be fine. I think it's not going to have any audio problems, though. So that's good. Good. Good job, guys. No edits again. Zero markers. We're professionals. We are not professionals. Yeah, 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 yeah. Man, my poop's coming back. I got to roll, boys.